God is good. And all the time. Good morning. My name is Tyler Robertson. I've been coming to Emmanuel for as long as I can remember, and my family and I have become very active here over the past few years. I'm about to finish my senior year at Houston High and hopefully attend Florida State in the fall, but I do not know what I will major in. Similar to my college plans, a lot of my life so far has been riddled with uncertainty. I haven't been able to confidently answer questions like, what do you want to be when you grow up, since I was around six or seven and wanted to be a monster truck driver. <laughs> this uncertainty has led me to follow many different paths, only to just change my mind and turn right back around. Because of this, I've bounced around between different jobs, hobbies, and friends for years without really ever finding anything that I feel is worth devoting my time to. However, throughout all this change, um, the youth group has always been here to support me. While I may have tried many ways to avoid youth back in middle school, God and my mom always made sure that I kept coming back. Although it took a few years, I eventually began to understand that God put these people around me for a reason. The youth group has always been there for me, to support me in some of my worst times. When I hurt my knee playing baseball last spring, multiple youth and counselors consistently texted me to check on me and how I'm feeling, which meant a lot to me. In the scripture today, Jesus told Peter that he is the rock that Jesus will build the church on, but I doubt Jesus meant that Peter alone would be the church. To build a church that exemplifies what it means to live like Jesus, the people of the church should be able to lean on each other for support. Just as a house can't be held up by one brick, a church can't be held up by one person. The members of the church need to be able to rely on each other for support. God put these people around me for us to strengthen each other to better spread his message, and I will always be thankful for the friends that he gave me and the memories that we've had together. Good morning. My name is Eliza Wood, and I am not a senior, I'm a sophomore, but as some of you may know, my family is moving this summer to South Carolina. For some people, moving is like pretty scary. It's so many things that are unknown. But to me, maybe because I am a military child, moving is something to look forward to. And so while I've been looking forward to all of this, it comes with looking back. And I think out of everything I've known here, Memphis has taught me so much. I mean, it does teach you the basics, you know, like don't go anywhere without pepper spray, don't go to the mall, all of that. It's so fun. <laughs> but honestly, my faith journey has grown even more than just the basics. I think I was nine when we moved here, so I'm almost 16, a military family, that's like forever. So, you know, it kind of is a long time. And I've been really looking forward to leaving, but I'm also pretty you know, a little bit disappointed on moving as well. Because I've been able to grow here from my church. Without moving here, I would not have figured out who I am and whose I am. And again, I was young when I moved here, so church didn't really make a whole lot of sense to me. But since I've grown up here and been able to have so many experiences with the youth, with the cross notes, I've been able to figure out that I really am a child of God. I think, again, it's because I am a goody two-shoes, that school and people in particular make the real impact on the place. I can have the experiences, I can learn who I am, but it's the people in the journey that guide me to those. And school does play a big part in my life. I, I'm on the softball team and I lead clubs, but the teachers make it for me. 
Uh, one of my teachers had a real influence on my faith journey. A couple months ago, he asked me, if I place a clear liquid in a glass in front of you, what is it? And I said to him, it'd be water. And he said, how do you know it's a glass of water if you don't drink it? And I think it was a little bit hard for me to figure out what to say next, so I asked him, if I walk into the cafeteria, I'll know almost everybody, right? And he said, maybe, but how many of them do you know beyond just a name and a face? Because people are so much more than just a name and a face. And this has been a driving force for me. I think part of it is because I'm leaving, but knowing people and building that community happens through relationships. And building the kingdom of God happens through building relationships within the church and with people. And so, even as my Memphian years come to a close, I hope I'll still get to know some of you more than just a name and a face that I see on Sunday mornings sitting in pews. Those who sit in, in the choir and those who help with the church. So, Manuel, I ask you the same question I was asked. How do you know it's a glass of water if you don't drink it? Good morning again. I'm Izzy Marshall. You may not know me, but you probably know my father in the back, Tim Marshall. I'm a senior at Houston, and while I am still undecided in my college plans, I am confident that my family and God will lead me to make the right choice. If you build it, he will come. Sounds a bit confusing, but I have found it's true. If you build community, it helps better connect you to God's kingdom. Community has always been very important to me. As a kid, I was friends with everyone I could be, and the people I wasn't friends with, I wanted to be friends with. I've always understood the importance of community, and I've always known the importance of being connected. I did Girl Scouts and adored my troop. I went to church and loved Sunday school, and I made friends everywhere I went. When I was 10, a lot in my life changed. I was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes, and I lost a lot of my community. I lost friends. I slowly stopped going to Girl Scouts, and as my parents went through a divorce, we stopped going to church. I remember feeling really alone, really unsupported, and unsure of what to do. My connection to God suffered too. I didn't have any environment in which I could discuss faith or God. I felt alone, like I had no community, almost like I was out of God's kingdom. But slowly, I found community again, largely thanks to Camp Hopewell, a religious camp that had a diabetes week. I was able to connect with people who had diabetes and God again. I didn't feel as discouraged, and then I made more friends in school. Things were mostly good, and while my family still wasn't consistently going to church yet, I still felt reconnected to God. But something was missing. I didn't feel like I was doing much with my life. I wasn't that passionate about anything other than checking in with my friends, and then, of course, the pandemic hit. Once again, I felt alone and disconnected. I had very little community, and it weakened my connection to God yet again. Luckily, as the pandemic ended, I found theater. It gave me a community and something to strive for. The pandemic ended. I went to high school, made friends, did plays, and started working. Then summer came, and I was too old to be a camper anymore, so I applied to work at Camp Hopewell. That summer made me feel more connected to God than I think I ever have in my life. 
in our perfect little Hopewell world, our beautiful, loving community, God was everywhere. We talked about our faith daily. We talked about where we saw God, what God was doing in our life, and what we could do to better serve God, and of course, our campers. My senior year has been surrounded by community, and that has fostered connection to God's kingdom. I've been blessed this year. I have my friends every day at school, my Hopewell coworkers who still check in and pray for me, my theater department filled with incredibly talented, empathetic, compassionate people, everybody at Room in the Inn, my beloved friends, Jane and Harvey, and of course, our amazing, beautiful, wonderful, brilliant, and fearless leader, Jackie, who I absolutely adore and look up to, and of course, the amazing youth group here. I see God everywhere in my life these days. In my D group this year, we've been talking about looking for lovely, for God and the little aspects of your life. This was also something important to us at Hopewell, and I encourage you to look for lovely. For me, these communities are my lovely. They've brought me God, and in their beauty, I see him everywhere. And I feel connected to his kingdom. Community fosters connection. If you build it, he will come. I'm going to try not to cry, but my mother's in the audience, so I don't know if that's going to happen. My name is Presley Moore, and I'm a senior at Houston High School. I'm pretty sure I will be attending Ole Miss and will be majoring in chemistry on the path to go into the medical field. I've been a member of Emmanuel since I can remember, and I've loved my church and youth group dearly. I am very close to my youth leader, Alden, and she usually has an answer to all my questions. A part of my faith that I've always struggled with is the question, why does God let bad things happen to good people? It's a question that really doesn't have a definite answer and that a lot of people wonder. Me being the person that wants all the answers and asks all the questions, I asked Alden her input. Her answer made me look at the question differently as her response was, God doesn't necessarily put people through bad things, but uses those bad things that happen in your life to strengthen the trust between you and him by getting you through them. During my fourth grade year, my father passed away, which led me to hit a deep depression throughout middle school. I've always struggled with anxiety and struggled being myself. I truly did not believe that the Lord had my back in any way, shape, or form due to these circumstances. This is a time that I really just shut the Lord out of my life and turned the opposite way. I stopped wanting to go to church and would beg my mom not to send me to youth. Then COVID hit and it was a huge change. Not only am my mom and I growing and not necessarily getting along as in parent and daughter don't, we leaned on each other during this time of the unknown. I could not see my friends, my family, or anyone. However, I did have my phone and one group that always checked up on me was my church group. They always kept my family and us in our prayers and it really made me think, wow, I shut these people out of my life, and they're still there for me. The Lord knew that I needed these people in my life to grow into the person I am today and want to become. Once the quarantine limitations lessened, my D group girls would meet outside, six feet apart, and talk about everything on each other's minds. This could range from silly boy troubles to deep thinking questions. Ever since then, I have been continuing to go to youth group and D group every Wednesday and Sunday, as these people truly care about me and I know I can be myself around them. 
I also attend the youth trip and choir trip every year and learn so much about the Lord. I have made some of my best friends in this group and know they were sent to me specifically. We may not always be nice to each other, but we do love each other. I love singing Sunday mornings sometimes with the adult choir and wonder how on earth they can stay together and sound just so great. It makes me, you know, just feel so involved in this church and I know the church has my back because they help me through my American Foundation for Suicide Prevention fundraiser every year and I could not be more thankful. Losing a parent is difficult, but the Lord showed me that there are other people who may not be close to you but still support you and your decisions. Even though I shoved God away from me and wanted nothing to do with him, he still stuck by my side and gave me other people to lead me back to him. I still have many questions and wonders about the Lord and how much he truly will be there for me. However, with everything I have been through and he still continues to love me unconditionally, I too love him and love everything he has done for me. I will continue to share his love with the people around me and share my experience with our relationship. Thank you. I invite the ushers to come forward as we worship God with our tithes and offerings.